Hello, everyone, and thank you all for tuning in to The Breakdown, D-Formulas podcast, where we deconstruct the college formula for you. I'm here today with Dr. Mudgill, a dual board certified dermatologist and germ pathologist practicing in New York City and Long Island. He is also an Instagram official influencer, YouTuber, fitness buff, and entrepreneur. Dr. Mudgill, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. This is very exciting. I love being a guest on the podcast because I'm always on the other side of the, of the microphone. So, Dr. Mudgill, I am a huge fan of your podcasts and YouTube videos. You have a nice mix of content, but many of your videos I find to be extremely motivating and inspirational, which I think would be of great value to high school students in coping with the stresses and pressures of the college process. So I want to start off with the idea of trusting the process, which you've talked a lot about in your videos. So how do you think high school students can apply this mantra, if you will, to the college process? Well, that, that's a really great question. And, you know, that's something as someone who's somewhat of a someone who's uh, somewhat of a late bloomer, like I kind of hit my stride later in life um, and I kind of floundered a little bit in high school. It took me a while to really understand what the process actually is. And all of us have our own process and it's whatever our goal is, whether it's like a fitness goal or an academic goal or, um, you know, a goal being a musician or a dancer or whatever it is, you know, there is a process that is required if you want to be excellent at anything. And it's a, it's a tough road. So the process, quote unquote, is, you know, a lot of failures and it's getting back up and, you know, keep plugging away at whatever your end goal is. And that really is what success means to me is embracing the hustle and grind of the process. And um, one of the things that I see especially with like high school kids and, you know, folks, and this is something that I also experienced when I was in high school is the world is very, very small when you're in high school. And it seems like the only thing that matters is which college you go to, or, you know, even when you're in college, what career you choose or what graduate school you're going to go to. And the truth is it really doesn't make a difference. You know, everyone ends up where they belong. So I'll give you my personal story. I was rejected from every Ivy league school um, and I was choosing from a handful of schools to go, go into because I was kind of, you know, I, I kind of goofed off a bit in the early part of high school. And I went to Emory University, which I loved, but it was my safety school. And I didn't even visit. I just showed up at school, never had seen the school before. And I had an amazing four years there. And part of me, I kind of had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder saying, oh, wow, you know, I, got, I didn't get into the schools that I really wanted to go to. But the truth is, looking back at my process, I'm glad I didn't because I would have been crushed, you know, and I never probably would have been able to achieve the things that I've achieved had, you know, having gone to Emory and kind of being, you know, it was, it was the right place for me where I was. And, you know, that's part of the process, you know, failing, not getting into the Ivy league schools was, you know, a big hit, but you know, it, it was part of my process and I'm glad things worked out the way that they did. Yeah. I think that's really important. Another message I think would be super important to discuss would be viewing change as a positive. You know, oftentimes students create this vision for their future that they become incredibly attached to. And when things don't go as planned, they often get demoralized and sometimes have a hard time shifting perspective to view the change as a positive. So what would you tell our high school students about this? I don't know. These are very good questions. Um, Yeah, you know, this is also something I've learned just through life experiences. And, you know, change is basically one of two things. Change is 
you know, it sucks and you basically wallow in the difficulties that it creates or you view it as an opportunity to improve things. So just like sort of a real life example for me. One of the changes that happens a lot when you're running your own business is change in staff. And it's very stressful when there's a change in staff or someone quits or someone, you know, takes another job and you're understaffed. And you know, a lot of times that would be something I would view as, oh man, this sucks. How am I gonna get through this? I can't believe this is happening to me. But everything is really mindset, right? You know, it's right. it's the glass is half full, the glass is glass is half empty. Now, when something happens, I view change as, okay, you know what? Like, how can I make things better now? Like, you know, how can I hire someone that's a better fit? It's the same thing, you know, with choosing a college or whatever hiccups might happen or if there's a change that's forced upon you. You know, it really is viewing things as a glass is half full. That's the mentality. That's the mindset that really breeds success. Yeah. Um, so another point that you often emphasize in your videos is viewing things as a journey. And I know you like to reference your fitness journey here, um, where you eventually make fitness as a lifestyle. And similarly, I think there is a lot of learning that's done during the college process. And we don't just forget about the lessons that we learn during that process. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, it's... Um this is kind of ties in with the the process, the journey yeah. and the process. Uh, yeah, you know, I think th- this is the way I sort of view things. I think you have to have a goal. And that might be a goal that you have that's three years down the line, two years down the line, five years down the line, ten years down the line. Like, you know, using my fitness journey as an example, when I told my trainer, this was back in 2012, what my goal was, he said it's going to take you three to five years to get there. Now, that's the end goal, right? But you have to break your journey down into little tiny wins because that's the only way you're going to get there. So it's like, you know, did you dial in your nutrition for that day? Did you get your workout in for that day? If you set small daily goals those add up into like major, major strides towards your goal. So, and you will fail, you know, on your journey, you will take a wrong turn and bad things will happen, you know, but again, it's using those as building blocks or stepping stones to ultimately get to what the goal of your journey is. Mm-hmm. So another thing is you believe in working smart as opposed to working hard. Can you explain the difference between the two and why one is better than the other? Yeah, I, you know, I, I I didn't make an Instagram post about that, but I think it's good to work hard smartly. Okay. And yeah, so nothing is easy. So you know, everything requires hard work, right? But what I what I found was, and this is actually something I didn't learn how to study until I was in medical school, and. The difference between working hard and working smart is working hard is studying to take a test. So you basically are memorizing something and you're just going to doing like rote memorization over and over and over and over again. And then you take the test and you're not any smarter after you take that test because everything that you just crammed into your head is gone. Working smart is studying to learn the material. So the test is just like a mere exercise, you know, and that's something that I think everyone is capable of doing. Um, it's a much smarter way to approach anything in life. It's not just kind of getting through the task to get things done. It's going through the motions of a task to grow, you know, and Mm -hmm. for what we're talking about to learn. Right. So I want to finish here talking about mediocrity versus excellence. The way you discuss this in your videos is so empowering. And I think that's so great. So can you tell us the difference between mediocrity and excellence and how students can apply that to their college process and beyond? These are very good questions. Um, Yeah, so the difference between mediocrity and excellence to me really just boils down to accountability. Um, You have to be accountable for 
the decisions that you make, the mistakes that you make, because we all are going to make mistakes. So someone who is has a mediocre mindset makes a mistake and assigns that blame to some outside circumstance. And it's like, you know what? Um, I My teacher didn't teach me that properly. Or, you know, the book didn't explain it well. That's a mediocre mindset. An excellence-based mindset is having accountability. You screw up a test and you say, hey, you know what? I screwed up and it's on me that I screwed up. And let me figure out what happened and why I screwed up. And then you implement a very specific personal fix for whatever caused that mistake so that you don't make the same mistake over and over again. You know, that's how you grow from your failures. Yeah. That's such a great tip. Um, Dr. Mudgill, it was so great having you on The Breakdown. Thank you all for tuning in and come back soon and we'll keep deconstructing the college formula. You can download D-Formula on the iOS store to meet with a college student on campus or through video chat. For more information, you can check out our website at D-Formula, which is D-E-F-O-R-M-U-L-A dot com. If you're interested in a feature on The Breakdown, email us at thebreakdown at deformula.com.